0: What's good, Wizards fans? Nothing really good at all, to be honest. It's your host, the Ed Oliver, and Brandon Scott. The Wizards lose back-to-back games after having big leads. Two 20-point leads, and the Wizards find a way to lose. Deja vu. Let's talk about did How did the Wizards lose these games? Let's talk about it.
1: You are Locked On, Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day. just
0: want to thank you guys for making a lockdown. This your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So the Wizards lose back-to-back games. They lose to the Brooklyn Nets, 123 to 125. Just another disappointing loss. They lose back-to-back games after having 20-point leads. They lost to the Blazers the night before. Anthony Simons goes off for 30 points. Hits eight threes. And then Cam Thomas and Edmund Sumter look like Kobe Bryant and Chase McGrady out there. They look like a dynamic duo uh, going crazy from the three-point line. Just going crazy from anywhere on the floor. Uh, Cam Thomas had 44 points. 44 points in 29 minutes. He only played 29 minutes last night. 29 minutes and he had 44 points. 16 for 23, 8 for 9 from the 3 throw line, 4 for 5 from the three-point But I, I'm going to get your take on it, Brandon. Um, what, were, what was your thoughts on the game and, and what went wrong for the Wizards against the Brooklyn Nets?
1: Lord, where do we start? I look at three main reasons why we lost both games, man. Number one, transition defense they skunked us they, they they sped the pace on us they pushed the pace they caught us sleeping on the defense end especially in transition um taking the foot off the pedal two games in a row we go into halftime with momentum coming out lack of adjustments and that's gonna be actually my third one but lack of adjustments uh complacency man you know feeling ourselves too much thinking that we won the game and coming out in the second half and playing flat look did these both these teams wanted it more both these teams, I mean, if you look at the Blazers, man, Anthony Simons, you know, and Dame Lillard showed out this game. You had no KD, no Ben Simmons, you had no Kyrie, and you allow, and, it, and it's look, it's nothing against Cam Thomas. I think he's a good player. I think he can he's really gonna blossom in a really good player in this league. Nothing against him, man. But Edmund Sumner, like for real, he's dropping 29 on you. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Like, what are we doing here, man? You go on a six-game winning streak and then you blow 20-plus leads, this is why we think we're contenders and the league is saying we're pretenders because you have to you have to finish, man. Look, contending teams, championship teams, teams are serious about playoff runs, man. They finish games. They finish games. They keep the foot on the pedal. They, they keep their foot on your neck. You know what I'm saying? They finish games, man. You cannot have this attitude of complacency where it's like, oh, man, we good. We up 20 at halftime. Yeah. Okay. They wanted it more. Both games, they wanted it more. I mean, and really, if you look at the stats of starting units, Morris had a really good game: eighteen points, five rebounds, eight assists, seven fourteen from the field. Kispert five three eight from the field, fifteen points. They played well. Coos uh, unfortunately had that ankle injury, so and he's going to be out for the next game against Cleveland. Um, and, and we'll talk a little more about that in the preview. But KP showed out. Now he did foul out, and when he started getting in foul trouble, they were definitely targeting him. And I mean that's, that's basketball, and that's what you do, man. You know, you guys in foul trouble, you go after them. So you know, hey. But yeah, the double double. So the starting unit played well, man. Now the bench, Lord have mercy. Now, let's give, let's look at the positive first. <laughs> Denny Avia stepped up the second game, man. It's back to back. 23 points, six rebounds, three assists, 16 to 14. And he shot nine three point shots. So that tells me he has more confidence in his three point shot, which is what you want to see from this guy, man. Now, when they start dropping, like, he shot four for nine. So the fishes get up there a little bit. You know, so when he's confident, man, this is what I want to see from Denny. But Outside of Denny, good God, Delon four points, Kendrick Nunn, five points, Uh Goodwin eight points. We need another score on the bench, man. You know, I know kids were starting for Bill, but we need we need another stor- uh, score on the on the second unit because it, it shows because we don't have that that second guy on the second unit that can help Denny, uh, you know, make up for that punt, you know, for the scoring punch. Because, you know, with Kuz being out, we needed that second guy on the second unit, man. Denny cannot shoulder the whole load in the second unit. And this is where, you know, none. Maybe, you know, maybe you need to give Barton some minutes. See how he plays. You know, we need more scoring off the second unit. And that shows, man. So this, this is, again, the second game in a row where it's a winnable game. We go, we look, we were about 23 points. Come on, man. 23 points, you can't finish that? Against a team that is without their top three players? What are we doing, man? What are we doing? <laughs> I mean, this is pitiful. We we lost to a Nets team. that were out their top three players, man. West on sale. I gave you a break last video, homie. But look, this is on you. Your your rotations were trash. You, you, you I mean, you're 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 sitting there looking at the sky when these the guys are going on a run. Come on, man. Stop. Say something. Call a timeout. Be more vocal. Like this is this is nah. Come on, man. This is on West on Sale. The adjustments that are oh, really, whoa, the lack of adjustments at halftime shows because the, these other coaches, this is coaching one-on-one. They're making adjustments at halftime. We're not. We're standing pat. And then we're sitting here. And we're watching these guys going runs. And and on sale? sells just like, whatever. And then he's putting out these uh, these rotations in the fourth quarter, man. It's like, what are you doing? And then finally, because I'm on my soapbox right now, free throws, non-free throws miss. And let's, we don't even have to tell Monty about the free throws in the fourth quarter. I'm just saying. Free throws matter. Clutch time. Now, I, I'm not gonna trash Monte a lot, man, because yeah, the free throw was an issue in the fourth quarter. But with the absence of uh Chris he stepped up in the fourth quarter. You know, that that final uh two, three minutes, Monte tried to keep us in the game. So I like what I saw from Monte, man, especially with KP being out, Kuz being out, Bill being out. You know, I felt like Monte he took step, you know, he took leadership in this game. So, you know, long story cut short. This was a very couple of very winnable games that we got to hit ourselves. We got complacent, and coaching and complacency lost these games easy.
0: Yeah, I mean Wes Unsell, he's the common denominator. I mean, you, you look at the Clippers' loss where we lost, where we had a thirty-five point lead. He was he was there. He was coaching for that. Um, these are some numbers I'm gonna throw out here. So this is from ESPN Stats and Info. The Wizards led by twenty-three points versus the Nets tonight, and twenty points versus the Blazers last night. They lost both games. They are the first team over the last 25 seasons to lose when leading by 20 plus points on consecutive days. West was coaching when we gave up the 35 point uh, lead to the Clippers. The Clippers collapsed. Uh, West was coaching when we had a 42 point loss. Uh, The Wizards 42 point loss to the Nets is their largest home defeat in franchise history. Um, West Unsell Jr. Was the coach when the Nuggets scored 98 points in the paint a couple months ago. So he's the common denominator, you know, And, and last night, a lot of it was on West. Like you said, too, the free throws were inexcusable. Some of the, some of the turnovers down the stretch, and the defense was atrocious. It was awful. Everybody was getting cooked by uh, Cam Thomas. Everybody was getting cooked by Edmund Sumter. Now, a lot of it was on West, too. I think they just should... – honestly, with, with Anthony Simons, too, and then you, there were some clips where I saw where Bill was kind of falling asleep and letting Anthony, Anthony Simons get wide-open threes and just kind of, you know, lolling you know, falling asleep and letting him get wide-open looks. Um, Cam Thomas, I think they should have just started face guarding him. When he, when he stepped across – Half court. And I said this with Dame, too. I was like, when, when Dame steps across half court, you're just going to have to get up in his face because he, he's capable of dropping 60, he's capable of dropping 50. Cam Thomas dropped 44 points in 29 minutes. When he gets to 20, I, I, West has to make the adjustment. And West was brought here to be a defensive-minded head coach. He was the defensive coordinator with the Nuggets. And I really haven't seen much improvement with the defense. Now, they've gotten a little bit better this year, but I, I just haven't seen much, much improvement from the defense at all. And you're letting somebody like Anthony Simons hit eight threes. You have to make an adjustment. When he gets to four or five, I want somebody to face guard him. I want somebody to get physical with him. Don't even let him catch the ball. Don't even let Cam Thomas t- touch the ball. Somebody else is going to have to hurt us. And I know Sumter was cooking him, too. but they and, and you listen to NBC Sports Watch, and they just say, cut his water off all the time. They did not do any attempts to cut his wa- water off. Cam Thomas looked super comfortable every time he brought the ball downfield. I mean, down, down the court. Uh, step backs, get into the basket, crossovers. Whatever Cam Thomas wanted to do, he did it. Um, now, some of the calls, they were very questionable. I thought Monte Morris getting to the basket, getting to the lane, the and one that he had, they called an offense foul on Monte Morris. So I thought that was a ridiculous call, but I'm not going to blame the refs. They got to make free throws. Uh, Monte Morris hit, hit, missed free throws down the stretch. He missed a big free throw down the stretch. Danny missed a couple free throws down in, in the game. He was seven for uh, 11 or seven for 12. We need all those free throws. Um, it's not, not just one person's fault. Um, and then the goaltending call and the foul on Danny. I thought that was questionable. They came up with the NBA came up with a last two minute report saying that it was not a foul or that it should have been on the floor or something like that. So, but I, I can't blame the refs, man. This is this is a habit that the Wizards have done repeatedly under West and Jr. They found ways to lose leads many, many times and times and times, time and time again. It's, it's just like deja vu. You just know it's coming. You know it's coming, and they don't make any adjustments to change. Kyle Kuzma said they last last game after the Blazers game, he said they made they made no adjustments that they barely knew their personnel. How, how do you not know your personnel when you know somebody like Cam Thomas and Damian Lillard? Um, yeah, he said that he said after the loss of Port- Portland, that was a masterclass in how to lose a game, huh? We didn't really know our personnel. We didn't make adjustments and we didn't score enough. How do you not know your personnel when you know Cam Thomas can hit eight threes? You know Damian Lillard can hit golf and hit seven threes. And we know Cam Thomas it was a legitimate scorer coming out of LSU, coming out of college. That's his game. He wants to score. You know Kyrie's not playing, Kevin Durant's not playing, and Ben Simmons not playing. So other guys are gonna have to step up. Now the Wizards, they played well coming out in the first quarter, and I thought Porzingis didn't get the ball enough down down the stretch either, even though how he was in foul trouble. Same thing with the Portland, Blazers, uh, the Blazers game. Porzingis is hot in the first half; he's hitting a bunch of threes and scoring in the post. And in the second half, he barely gets the, gets the ball. So it, it it's just clear cut stuff that you just see that the Wizards aren't doing, and it's very frustrating because we've seen it happen happen again over and over. And this is under West Junior, and there's another. A uh, crazy stat too. Um guard uh, Cam Thomas, 44 points in 29 minutes against the Wizards tonight are the most in NBA history for a bench player in under 30 minutes. So the Wizards setting records in a bad way. They're on the wrong side of history time and time again, time and time again. They're on the wrong side of history. So and now we have Kyle Kuzma with an injury. He's going to be out uh, tomorrow against the Cavs. You got a tough, tough um, couple of games coming up in the Eastern Conference. Now you drop out of now they're out of the playing range. They were actually – they were the ninth seed looking like they could have been the eighth seed, but you win six games and you just lay an egg. You lay an egg at home and then you lay an egg on the road where the games are given to you on a silver platter. Three three legitimate players are out and you just lay an egg like that. So it's very disappointing. It's embarrassing to be a Wizards fan and see a a team lose like that time and time again. Um, I thought Monte Morris made some good plays down the stretch, but the free throws hurt. Uh, Porzingis had a good game, but, you know, down the stretch he was non-existent and got in foul trouble um denny played better like you said he had a rough game against the blazers um but he bounced back and played a lot better against the nets last night getting to the basket and you know getting finishing had a couple finishes through contact so i was he had a couple threes as well um but yeah i mean just overall the team like this losses like this can change the season man they had a they had a really good thing going and now it looks like we're back to where we were before where they're probably going to be out of the play-in and, and they're going to be in a lottery and that might just be what's best for this team right now so um, we're going to get some more takes on the game um, and, and do a preview for the cast. We're going to get to you guys' comments. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is super easy. This is, how, this is how it works. You pick two to six players, and if they will go sp- score more or less than their Price Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. So if you had Cam Thomas on over for his points, then you definitely <laughs> you definitely won. Um, and having the Porzingis over his points, then you probably won because Porzingis, Porzingis had a solid game. Scoring the ball, but no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. PriceWix offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, college basketball, college football, women's college basketball, soccer, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast for Joel's. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PriceWix app or go to PriceWix.com to sign up and, p- and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match, up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prizes will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prizes will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code On and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Make sure you guys check out the NBA trade deadline is approaching and Locked On has you covered Thursday, February 9th. Tune into Locked On NBA on YouTube at 2 o'clock Eastern to hear reaction from the trades that will change the rest of the NBA season. Who becomes the contenders and who is tanking for a better future? Subscribe to Locked On NBA on YouTube and don't miss a deal. Uh, another thing I'll say about rotations: I thought Jordan Goodwin could have got some more playing time. He's a defensive minded guy. I thought they could have used him, um, just somebody to just have that dog in him and, and get get up in Cam Thomas's airspace and just make it tough for him. You know, guys weren't really fighting over screens. There was one time where, or, or really helping either. It's um, one time Kendrick Nunn fouled uh, Cam Thomas for am one three and you know he's not going to step up but we just have to do a better job communicating on defense and getting back on defense. Sumter had a couple fast break dunks. Cam Thomas had a fast break dunk as well. Uh, we gave some fast break points so um just a, just a disappointing loss. Um was there anything else? I mean it, it, it's just it may it just it, it's just frustrating seeing seeing losses like this when when they're easily winnable games.
1: No, nah, I'm good, homie. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> what is there to say, man? We we play like a playing team. We play mm. like that, man, because a we, our team. we are so inconsistent, man. We are so inconsistent. You know, when when we're winning, you see a totally different team. We're passing better. You know, we're playing team basketball. We're playing defense. And then you have games like this where it's like nobody cares. Like, you were filling yourself two games in the 500? Like, <laughs> I mean, we, well, what are we doing, man? Like, you you keep the foot on the pedal. We say this all the time, E. All the time, when it comes to uh, keys of victory, keep your foot on the pedal. Stop, you know, starting slow and then playing catch up, or you filling yourself at halftime, and then you're just gonna give. I mean, I mean, it, man, look. You look on paper, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you're gonna say we win this game. If you look at no Ben Simmons, no KD, no Kyrie, and then still you get skunked with forty four points from Cam Times. My lord, I'm good man. Yeah.
0: And Seth Curry got <laughs> injured during the game too. He had to sit out. Um, and Marquise Morris got injured during the game. He had to sit out, too. Now, I get it. Kyle Kuzma got injured. He's a big part of the team, of course. He's part of the solid three. But it is still no excuses. They let Patty Mills get hot. They let Sumner get hot. I mean, 44 points in 29 minutes. I mean, I, I would go Nick Nurse style and do a boxing one or something. You just got to take this guy out the game. You got to face card him, double team him, something. And it just looks like they just one-on-one. There was one time where Corey Kisper was on him, and I was like, yeah, this is not going to end well. He had to step, step back three on him. So, <clears throat> just a rough night all overall, but yeah, we, we just got to move on from that because it, it's just frustrating uh, talking about it, and it gets it gets even tougher against the Cavaliers team. Um, I, th- I want to say the Cavaliers are playing right now; they played today, and they won. Yeah, they beat the Pacers one hundred twenty two to one hundred three. So they're going to be all on um, back to backs. This we're going to be the second game of their back to back. Right now, their record is thirty three and twenty two. They are the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Of course, the Nets did trade Kyrie Irving to the Maver- to the Dallas Mavericks, if you didn't hear, if you guys are living on the rock. I guess, you know, you heard it first from us. Uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and uh, a first-round pick. I want to say some second-round picks were involved as well. Um, the Nets do have a good record because, of course, they got Kevin Durant and Kyrie and Ben Simmons. When they were healthy and playing, they were winning games. Um, so who knows what's going to happen with the Nets? I mean, they'll probably drop down depending on what Kevin Durant decides to do, what he wants to do. Ben Simmons as well. You, you just don't know what these guys. They're just such um, question marks as far as what they want to want to do. Um, and the Wizards, they are. We are actually in the tenth spot. We did move back into the tenth spot because the Pacers are twenty five and thirty. We're twenty four and twenty eight right now. Uh, the Bulls are in a nice spot. What are your thoughts about the Cavs? They're thirty three and twenty two. Um, they're first in defensive rating because you know Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. They're great defenders. Um, they struggle to they struggle to defend a three point line, but they are uh, first in defensive rating.
1: Well, I mean, they're a really good team. I mean, look at that lineup, man. Darius Garland, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Okoro on the wing, Moe and Allen. I mean, we, we got our work for, cut out for us, man. I mean, we do. Um, whoo, yeah, I mean, I guess Key's to victory, man. <laughs> um, like you said, they're, they're one of the best defensive teams in the <laughs> league, man. So, <laughs> uh Ball movement. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough, man. I, I get you know ball movement. You know, try to open. You know, not one to two guy possessions. You know, you know, extend possessions. You know, um, push the pace, man. Try to catch them off guard. They're a good defensive team, man. So try to find a way to catch his defense off guard, unbalance the defense. Um, that's gonna be a tough one in the paint, man. Especially it's gonna be a test for Gaff and KP in the paint because you know, like I said, the Twin Towers of Mobley and Allen. Against our twin towers. That's gonna to be a nice matchup, man. I'm really actually that's the matchup I want to see. Because Garland, man, Monte's gonna his work cut out for him, man. Even Mitchell, man. Uh, cause I'm I believe Kisper's gonna start. So Kisper, man, he's got his work cut out for him. So mm. yeah, I, I would say, man, if you're gonna attack this defense, a really good defense, man, you gotta have fluid ball movement. You gotta get down the court, man. you know, fast possessions, get a rebound, get down the court, try to catch this defense off guard and just try to win this battle on the paint, man. I mean they're, they're good. I mean, they're not impossible to beat. And I think effort. I think that's the, the biggest key is effort, care. You know, the six-game winning streak, we care. Those two games that we just gave up, we didn't care. So we got to want it more. You know, we're going against a really good team that's trying to challenge for a championship and, you know, in challenging the East, man. So we got to come out with this game more. So that would be my keys victory, man.
0: Yeah, so Kyle Kuzma is going to be out. Bradley Bill's questionable um, with the foot injury. So we'll see if Brad plays or not. Um, it's unfortunate with the ankle injury for Kyle Kuzma. They are the, the Cavaliers, are third, they're dead last in pace, so they're a slow, methodical team. It makes sense because since they got the two big men that they're trying to get the ball to, you know, get the ball to Evan Mobley and, and feed Jared Allen. Um, I'm a little surprised, you know, Donovan Mitchell is very athletic, so I don't think they try to push the pace. But Darius Garland's a good point guard, they're, they're just a good team. Karis Laverte, he might be injured, not too sure. Um, but they have a solid team all around, they got a, they got a solid bench too. Um, Isaac Okoro. Um, they're, just, they're just a good team. They, they don't defend the three-point ball, uh, three-point shot well. They are 27th in three-point defense or three-point percentage allowed. Um, so, ball movement, get some open looks there. Like you said, we got to run, beat him, and um, get down there before the, the two Twin Towers get down there. Let's see if we can get some fast break points to Gafford and uh, Porzingis in transition as well, pick and pop to, Gaff- to uh, Porzingis and see if he can hurt him from the three-point line. Um, but, yeah – I really don't have any keys to victory, especially after the last two games either. I'm kind of stumped on it, you know, because they'll start off hot. You know, they'll look good in the first half. And then second half, they come out and and lay an egg. Now, Donovan Mitchell, he can go off for 60. He just had 70 uh, a couple nights ago. So he's a guy that is concerning because Simmons, Anthony Simons had 30. Uh, Cam Thomas just had 44. Sumner had 29. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Donovan Mitchell goes off for 35, 40 points to be honest with you. So it, it's a home game for the Wizards against the Cavs. Um, so, yeah, defending the paint, rebound is going to be huge, getting back on defense, cutting down on turnovers and making free throws. That's all I got for that one. So – and just playing with effort and heart with the guys that we got. Um, Some other guys are going to step up with, with, with Kuz being out and Brad being out.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest key, really, like you said, is three-point shooting. You know, they they struggle with perimeter defense, man. So you got – that's the adjustment I'm going to see from Wes. You know, what's – Let's get more, you know, more open looks at the three-point line. But, yeah, it's tough to really come up with keys to victory because, you know, we can come up with all the keys to victory, all we want, man. But they got to want to win. They got to put some effort, man. You know, within eight games, six of the games, you saw a good defensive team who put effort. The last two games, man, completely different team. They were terrible defensively. And no heart, no fighting, no, you know, so they got to want it, man. So that would be my last take, man. They got to want it more because this is going to be a challenge. This is a really good team. So if they want to try to get a victory, man, they have to come out and they got to come out hard. They got to punch them in the mouth. So Yeah, we're
0: going to get into some questions before a
1: quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Bill Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, when you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste, then man, I got the thing for you. Got to try Built Bar. With Built. healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't even think they're good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in all 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and it's even better is that they're healthy only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years they've been talking about ordering your built bars at bill.com not not anymore now you can get them at walmart or sam's club that's right hit to the there's walmart today walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars you can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate or co- coconut puffs if you're close to sam's club run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors brownie batter and churro. you can thank me later Bill Bar, So, let's get into comments, shall we?
0: <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Uh, we'll probably read three. Okay. Um, and then wrap it up for tonight. Because um, they play tomorrow, so we're going to see you guys again tomorrow. Probably read two. Gosh. Gotcha. Um, let's see here. Dylan Cowan says, again, how bad can you be? <laughs> Biggie Steve says, West has gone small ball for the last two games and all come, came down to losses. The last game was bad. You have. Chris has Perzingis in the last few minutes of the game and fouls him so the Nets can attack the rim with no Gaff. Um, yeah, he, he did put Gaff back in the game, too. And then he put um, Perzingis in and he got fouled out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just didn't. And then Gaff had the goaltending, which I thought was, you know, a questionable call at the end of the game, too. Um, but, yeah, we just couldn't stop anybody, whoever was out there. We just couldn't get stops. Um, they did go zone for a little bit. And then there was a wide open three for Watanabe. Um, there's one time where Cam Thomas just got to the, I mean, not one time, but Cam Thomas got to the basket pretty easily, um, throughout the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not, I'm not giving Wes a pass at all. You know, he, he waits too long to call timeout. Some of the rotations are questionable for sure, but I know his hands were a little tied with Kuzma being hurt, Brad being out. Um, so I, I get it with the rotations a little bit, but, um, yeah, it, it's just, he has no, he has no, um, room for. Um, giving him excuses at all because he's been a part of so many bad comebacks. The Clippers come back, the Blazers come back, this one. I mean, we've just seen West blow so many leads, so he gets no passes at all. He gets zero.
1: Now he ain't getting a pass for me. Nah, <laughs> this is on <doing laughs> him, man. You know, look, you're a defensive coach, and you, and you guys can't play defense. I mean, it's just – and really, like I said, if you look at the last eight games, man, that six-game winning streak they look good on defense. They were playing good defense, man. And then you look at the last two games. And I'm a, I'm a I looked at a couple comments. This one, man, I'm gonna highlight from uh Big J. This team led by Brad is is showing severe signs of arrogance. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you feeling yourself too much when you go into the halftime and then you come out flat, not once, but twice. I'm just saying, man, you you cannot feel yourself at halftime, man. You gotta play four quarters. And again and again, these last two years under West Sun you continue to see. Issues where we're coming out flat in the second half, or we're starting slow. I, we need to see consistency, man. You know this Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to see that no more. Right. right. Uh, fatty
0: going me says, man, that title this is exactly what it feels like if they run out of gas in the second half. Um, Bata Golan says twenty plus lead back to back nights with a loss that hurts. Danny, Danny looked really good as usual. Cape, you got that five foul. Too early shame you. Know, the only thing about Denny is he's got to make his free throws. You know he's got to improve on that. He's got to make his free throws. I thought he played a lot better tonight. Yeah, last night for sure. But uh, the free throws definitely hurt. Um, let's see if there's anyone here. BJ he said, "Bro, things will settle down Friday after the trade deadline." Meanwhile, Luca authorized Denny to be sent back to the Mets. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Luca. You know he 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 wants better talent around him. But you know Kyrie, everywhere he's gone, it's kind of been. Not kinda of been, but the teams that he leaves, they get better. You look at Boston, so he left them, they got better. Um, so he you know, he's has chemistry issues with, with 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 teammates and you know, him being a wall and not showing up to uh, you know, to games or practice. Uh we've seen that in the past. So Kyrie's a heck of a player, man. I mean he's he is a generational talent. I think he will of course be in the Hall of Fame. Um multi-time all-star just so talented great just so offensively gifted um but there's just some decision making and some things that he says that he's just um he thinks the world is flat and then i'm not going to get into the other things that he said off the court but um we'll see we'll see how it works with luca you know is the chemistry going to be there are they going to get along um does he really want to be there and offseason is he going to try to play with lebron and the lakers so um you're taking a big risk with kyrie man you're taking a big risk with kyrie The, the dallas mavericks really are and uh, health has been an issue, too, man. He has been able to really stay healthy. This year he's been able to stay healthy, but, you know, it's always something with him. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his game. I really – he's so talented. And um, I, I, I get why they made a trade because he's just so talented. And you don't want to waste Luca's prime years. You want to get as much talent as you can around him. I think it's, it's going to be a, a weird fit because they both dominate the ball. They both dribble a lot. Luca dribbles a lot. And Kyrie dribbles the heck out of the ball. It's like an N one mixtape tour with Kyrie. So, uh, we'll
1: see. It's gonna be entertaining. I'll say that. It's gonna be many things, but I, I don't think it's gonna be successful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't see it, man. Um, like you said, Kyrie, man, big fan of his game. I mean, best handles in the NBA, in my opinion. Got mad handles. I mean, look, man, he's box office easy, but he's just got to, he's got to keep off the court, off the court, man. And that's just been a part of his issues. You know, his his drive, his motor has been questioned. Whether he even wants to play in the NBA anymore, so you know. Hopefully, you know. Hey, look. Hopefully, he goes to Dallas with some energy and tries to help him win, man. But you know, like you said, Boston and now Brooklyn, man. Last two stops, and then even even if you look at the friction towards his end of the time in Cleveland, it's like. So I don't know, man. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Some
0: people were saying that that Denny was taken out in the fourth or the third quarter, or fourth quarter. I know he finished the game. Um... Daniel says none is a bum. I disagree with that. He had a nice dunk, but, yeah, he definitely – he struggled at times. He had a couple yeah. turnovers. The guards just – they don't get into the paint enough. I think Kendrick Nunn is a guy that gets into the paint, but he didn't have his best game. DeLon Wright struggled last night, too. He only had five points. Um, they're just not they're – they're just not explosive. All three of the guards we got, DeLon, Monte, and uh, Kendrick Nunn is explosive athletically, but they're not, you know, dominant point guards. They're not guys that, you know – you just get the ball to, and they can create, and you get out. You just get out their way, like we've seen in the past that the Wizards have had. Um, so the point guard position is is, is, a, is a question mark for the Wizards. It is. We just we have a, a group of guys that are okay, but we don't have any elite point guard play. Um, and I do think Jordan Goodwin should have got some more playing time. That's what Daniel also said as well. But I wouldn't go as far and say Kendrick Nunn is a bum. Also, side note, side note, Will Barton, um, if there is a buyout, this was reported by Mark Stein. If he is bought out, he has interest in joining the Celtics. For people who are, you know. Um, you know tapping in about Will Barton
1: so yeah all five fans <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know, I think he should definitely get some playing time and see what he can do but you know you know just didn't work out in D.C. man you know I was hoping that a reunion you know being close you know because he's from it but it is what it is but you know one thing real quick man you know look how far we are in the season man we are where we are including individuals you know because I was gonna comment, and it was talking about um, Bradley Bill joking around on the sidelines. Look, man, they are who they are at this point. You know, leadership-wise, Bradley Bill's not that leader you want of a franchise guy. But it is what it is. It's, it's where we're at. We are what we are.
0: Right. All right. Last one. We'll see. We'll say, and then we'll wrap it up. We we'll see you guys tomorrow night against the Cal- after the Cavs game. Now, um, Biggie Steve, thank you for the donation. He says, uh, Bill eating Starburst with. Drew couldn't look bad. Yeah, I mean he was eating popcorn in the in the Blazers game too. He was eating the popcorn when we were winning, and then he was eating the Starburst after we were winning. When we were winning against the uh Nets as well. So I mean I, I get he wants to joke around. Players do. So I'm not mad at him for that, but I, I get what you're saying, Biggie.
1: I mean, it just a time and place, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like fart in church, man. It's the wrong place. At the right time, <laughs> I'm not just saying. Like you, you just, you're front of cameras, man. Like, what are we doing? I don't, I don't get that, man. It just, it, it does rub me the wrong way, man. Seeing your star guy out there, you, you you're losing, and you have to see you eating Starburst. Come on, man. Ugh. Time and place for everything, man. But yeah, you got, you got any more comments, man?
0: No, we can wrap it up because we're going to be here tomorrow, for less than you know, 24 hours.
1: Cool, man. All right, so. Definitely appreciate everybody. <laughs> man, it's a bad loss. Bad losses, man. But we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in, man. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen game-to-game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game-to-Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game-to-Game on Locked On NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So, again, appreciate everybody tuning in, man. A couple bad losses, but tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, enter the 202 Capital One Center. We got... The Cleveland Cavaliers, so definitely tune in, man. We we'll show the team some love, man. We we'll tried to get back in the win column, and again, thank you, everybody. I hope everybody has a good night. Hope everybody had a good and blessed weekend. See you guys tomorrow, and peace.